Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. All right, we're going to do this in three, two, one. Kill BMOC. I'm on my way. I'm making it. I've got to make it show, yeah! So much larger than life. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I'm gonna. I gotta watch it growing. It's not it's Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports, Sports Wednesday. Wednesday! Worldwide. Again, the theme song sounded great. The up top, not so much. What happened there, Coach? And I guess I oh, guess we were supposed to sing, I was, and I refused to do it. And I sang, and I knew I knew when I let it fly, I blew. I knew I blew out the microphone because I could see Maestro like winced in pain as my high mm. as my high note just cut through his eardrums, just like uh, Ohio State did on the goal line against Notre Dame. All right. Well, if you made it through that mess of an intro. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, everybody. Sports talk for the medium fan. That means we get the big stories right, the details wrong. Sometimes we sing, sometimes we don't sing. Sometimes it turns out well, sometimes it doesn't. It's just the nature of life. My name is Pete Brown. I am the big man on campus, or BMOC. Joining me, as always, this guy has patterned his career after Don Popeye Zimmer. It's the coach, basketball legend Matt Long. I'm doing good. I'm giving up my singing career, but I'm doing good. I'm doing good. All right. I th- I feel like you can pull it together, turn it around, and really have a good show today. Oh, I, I think so. I, I started the I've started the season zero and two. I think I can still make the playoffs. And the author of tonight's show sheet last night he was at Peter Gabriel. Uh-huh. Wait, uh-huh. Tonight he's recording Sports Wednesday. That's a heck of a week for the Maestro Brian Hake. How are you, Maestro? I know, and it's only uh, it's only Tuesday. Tuesday. Big no week good. for you. Big week. I mean, tech. Technically, it's Wednesday when when the listeners. Oh yeah, that's right. I'd like to welcome. Hey, uh, it is happy Tuesday Wednesday, the, everybody. Uh, Hundred seventy five thousand people on the live stream tonight. Welcome, welcome you all. Look at those hearts. Oh, they just love people. Maestro. Just people just loving it. Just, just loving it. All right. Speaking well, of hearts, speaking of hearts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey. There's love in we the air. So much to talk about. People are so excited. Just losing their They're minds. So excited. 
I know. It's karma. Well, all right. Let's uh, let's wrap up the up top, then we can dive into all that stuff. Tonight, what's on? Uh, oh, our Cleveland Guardians played the Cincinnati yeah. Reds tonight, and they lost. Yeah, well, eleven to seven. I, I watched the first seven innings. A lot of bombs in that a game. A lot of bombs. Reds had five homers. Guardians had three homers. It seemed like every time I looked up, it was a slow pitch softball game, floating through the, yeah, floating through the air. Uh, ah, so balls floating through the, the air. Reds on that one. People still watch baseball. On the one hand. Uh, of course, I was rooting for the Guardians, but also, I mean, the Reds still have a slim chance to slim. get that wild card spot. It's a slim one. Yeah. So uh, that's what's on. All right, and uh, if you want to follow this show on social media, we're we're killing it. Destroying we're killing it. it on Threads. Oh. Just go to Threads. Threads is awesome. At Sports Wednesday, Facebook, Twitter at Sport Wednesday, Instagram at Sports Wednesday, TikTok at Sports Wednesday. Mostly we, we post when there's a new episode, but sometimes we have uh, some original content. Yeah, it's great stuff. Just to, It's good stuff. And, of course, head to SportsWednesday.com. Click on Merch to get your Sports Wednesday merch. Get yourself a sweatshirt. Why not? It's, it's worth it. It's, it's totally worth it. Worth you want to make sure. It is. Hey, you know it's what? Sweatshirt weather. It's, it's sweater weather. It's sweater weather. It's sweater weather. It's sweater you could, weather. Uh, you could get a Sports Wednesday sweatshirt. And a, a set of headphones, and you could go as BMOC for Halloween. That would be fantastic. I also think we should make a, uh, I don't know why we have it before, a uh, Thanksgiving-themed Sports Wednesday uh, sweatshirt that just has a turkey that just, uh-huh. I'm medium. That's all you would be doing. So I'm medium. <laughs> I think it would kill. All right. We'll <laughs> workshop that a little bit, but uh, I like I like what you're thinking. I think we're all losing our minds. That's what I think. All right, Maestro, it's it's your show sheet tonight. I'm looking I'm looking forward to this show. It looks like it's going to be toy. Uh, the uh, rambling up top, notwithstanding. Why don't you kick us off here with a little bit of uh, tap and takes and bull predictions? Ooh, I like it. Tap and takes and bull predictions. Tap and takes and bull predictions. Got you guys ready? Let's do this. We're four weeks in on the NFL, five weeks in in college football. Thought maybe we'd just uh, take a stab at a tepid take and a and a bold prediction for what's going on. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah. Thought maybe we'd do one of each. Who wants to go first? Coach is going first. All right. So I'm going to make a. Are we just starting with the college football first? Is that what we're doing? Sure. 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 I mean. Tepid take. Um, I mean, can I kind of put my 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 how I feel right now about a certain thing that happened <clears throat> over the weekend? It's here. I, it's I open couldn't form, be man. more happy that the the stupid Catholics in South Bend lost. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm uh, overjoyed. I know we just lost twenty five thousand people on the live feed because of their choice in loving Notre Dame, but. I enjoyed every minute of that. Um, I think Lou Holtz is an asshat. Um, but, yeah, I thought that was a great game. It was a brawl. I thought it was – It was. I don't know if it was – see, the problem I have is when I was watching the game, I don't know if anybody other than Notre Dame fans or Ohio State fans would have enjoyed that game except for, like, the last, like, five minutes. Was Do you think anybody enjoyed that game? Because it was not a lot of scoring and it was a little boring at times. 
it was it was almost like an old school Big Ten. It game, was, to be yes. Honest. It was just a slugfest, even though Notre Dame's not in the Big Ten because they're their own thing, <laughs> their own TV deal. But uh, I I enjoyed it a lot, and you know, I think you texted me maybe in the third quarter, Coach, where you're just like, "This is a compelling." game to watch and yes. even though there was you know it wasn't a boat race or anything like that uh i thought that was a great game what do you think of ryan day's post-game interview it was emotional i mean I, I i get it he's sick of hearing that um i loved it only because of the situation i know it probably doesn't play well people are saying calm down ryan i like emotion the dude's kind of a robot and he doesn't have a lot of it and it makes what I compared it, it to it was surprising. What yeah. I compared it to, and I think you would appreciate it, and your son would too. That felt like a WWE response to something. Like it was, yeah. you know, kind of like it felt manu- not manufactured, but it felt like hype. I don't know. I enjoy yeah. it. I hope they play again next year. It'd be great. I actually don't know if it felt calculated. I think he, you know, that was a tight close game that won and I think he had been in the back of his head he was probably thinking about yeah, it the whole time yeah. and it was bugging him and he just he just let it he all exploded. out yeah gave him some character I, I think too I mean Lou, Lou Holtz his comments were oddly specifically pointed at Ryan Day right. in addition to being about the Buckeyes but he kept saying Ryan Day's team Ryan Day Ryan Day and I thought that made it personal for, for Ryan Day and I liked I liked seeing some emotion out of him as yeah. well I you know right before he did that interview, you see Ohio State Sports Information Director just says, "Hey, Ryan, take a breath before you do this interview," and he just goes, "Watch this." <laughs> that makes it even better. Now, the only thing that would have made that game better is if the Buckeyes had covered, which they did oh! not. We'll get to that a little bit later. Oh, that, what a that's a gut punch. But anyway, they won. What a great game! Great, great game. game. So was that your tepid take or your bold prediction? That's my, my I, I that's my tepid take. I have a bold prediction for the week coming forward. Should I do that too? Let's hear it. All right. So, yeah. hear it. so there's a game in the Big 12 that's going to be happening this week. It is uh, Texas and Kansas. And Kansas is surprisingly hot right now. They can put up some serious points. Kansas is a... Carry on my wayward son. And they are Go ahead. they are playing Texas and, and Texas is, is good, but I think it's a trap game and my bold prediction is um Texas loses. I think Kansas wins this game. It's my bold prediction. There'll be peace when you are done. I think Steve Sarkeesian yeah. Sarkeesian pulls a Steve Sarkeesian and loses a game he shouldn't. It is a 17-point line, I'll tell you what. And when we get into wagers, I just had a hard time choosing one this week, and I chose that game, but maybe I'll switch it. But I'd be happy happy to side bet it as well. Uh, but that is bold. It's a bold hey, it's just, it's Go yeah. bold or go home. I like it. I like it. Yeah, very good. Uh, yeah. You want to go next? Yeah. I, 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 you know, fellas, I, I am on a run of watching a lot of sports. I, I, I watched uh, – the Bobcats and the Buckeyes on Saturday, and then I watched the end of the Kansas State game, and then I watched the late game, which was Washington against uh, whoever they were playing. Oregon State? No, that wasn't Oregon State. And then Sunday morning, Meister and I watched EPL together at the, at the pub, and then uh, I watched the Browns, and then I watched the Sunday night game, and then I watched the Monday night game. I haven't watched this much sports oh in a three-day 
Yeah, I don't know what's going I, on, I but it, it. that the is, schedule opened up. That's not medium at all. Yeah, that is not medium. So you would think I would have better takes for you than what I'm about to give. Oh, you. I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> Uh, my type of take, I wanted to talk about Ryan Day as well. So I'll just say my type of take was I, I, I did enjoy the outburst. And uh, I, I actually think it was it was okay because of what Lou Holtz said. I think if, if Lou Holtz hadn't made it personal by addressing him directly, then it would have been seemed like a little bit of an outsized reaction to it. Yeah. But he's right. He accused the Buckeyes of not being physical, and they won on the most physical play of the year. So... Uh, but I'm going to stick with Notre Dame here for my bold prediction. I think they're going to lose to Duke. Oh, this that, is coming. Away. That was Whoa. that was going to be my other one. But I was like, if I do that, I'm piling yeah. on. So, so Duke is four and zero. They're number seventeen. Notre Dame dropped to number eleven in the latest poll. Uh, I could just see them ripe for you know getting cru- their spirits crushed by Ohio State and then losing to Duke on the road. I mean, Duke did uh, crush Clemson right out of the gate. I can never get a read on Duke as a football team. You know, it seems like they always start out okay and then fade away. But it always seems like they have a quarterback, and it'll be some like wasn't David uh, the the David Jones isn't the Giants quarterback from Duke? Daniel Daniel Jones Jones is not not his brother David. Um, And they they always seem to have some type of quarterback that is is intriguing, like he was. And, yeah. and but I, I can't get a read on like I don't even know do they even have a defense I've never even heard of anybody that play, came from them to play defense. I don't but know. they're going to beat Notre they're Dame. Duke. Yeah, Duke. Go Duke. How about it, Meister? What do you got? All right, here's my uh, tepid take. It's funny. All of our all of our tepid takes had to deal with Lou Holtz or Notre Dame. Um, I actually I agree with everything you guys said, but I also and I. The thing about Lou Holtz is, yeah, he does sort of pander to his Notre Dame fans, and I think he was there to celebrate some things, so maybe he was trying to get them riled up. But at the same time, he's not wrong. I mean, Ohio State has lost some big games. They do have a lot of talent. Sometimes the talent doesn't know what the hell to do. It's like, crush them! You know, they're all dancing around out there. I don't know. I think that uh, that was probably part of the reason why Ryan Day got a little upset because he's sensitive to it. He knows that there's some big games that they haven't won, including Michigan. But that's my tepid take there. Yeah, the the Michigan games aside, Ohio State did not lose to Georgia on New Year's Eve because they weren't physical. No. That is not the reason they lost that game. They were every bit as physical as Georgia was in that game. You know, they were just wide right from from winning. And uh, same with that Clemson game, which we're going back a couple years, so I I don't remember it quite as well. But, you know, other than, and I think Day's right, a real bad half against Michigan, those two Michigan losses aren't a good look. But Ryan Day right now is the winningest college football coach. I know. and His win percentage is higher than everybody's. And and the only other thing that we're going to stay with Lou Holtz, and I'm going to... Higher than Nick Saban? Yeah, he's like at point eight nine four. Wow! So, like, staying with Lou Holtz, Petey. Will you check that? Let's get the intern on that. I want. To oh, you know, Petey's right on it. He's going to get on his Chromebook and really jam that out. Um, it's like Lou Holtz, but he says all this stuff about Ohio State, but like, he fails to mention that Notre Dame has been trash in any big game they've ever been in. They haven't even been in a real game 
And any real game they've ever been, they've gotten their asses handed to them. So, all right, we're a on. bunch of homers. <laughs> no, I, I get All it. I'm saying no, is, no, I thing. get it. What, here's, here's what you said. Here's what I let me say this. You're right about he was right. Like he said a lot of stuff that was really right. Like he was, he made a lot of point, of good points. If he just would have stopped talking, it would have it would have landed. But what happened was yeah. is what Pete said, and he just kept going. And then he's like, "Well, I know that Notre Dame, the their their records, they're 109th, you know, but they're really good. Well, they're not, and." They don't have a good schedule. He just should have stopped talking because he said a lot of good stuff. Then he said yeah, a lot of dumb yeah. stuff. And that's, you know, part of what what I'm saying, I think, is is my frustration with Ohio State is that I feel like they don't know how good they are. Mm-hmm. Like, if they just would believe and just, like, push these people over, like, they need to know. And I felt like in that in that last drive where they had to hold Notre Dame, keep them to a three and out, we saw a defense we hadn't seen the whole game. Right. And I was like, why mm-hmm. aren't you doing that all the time? You can do that. That's a good point. Yeah. You can do that. Hey, and so I, that's, that's the kind of stuff that I drives like me crazy. Petey just, hit, Petey just handed me a clarification. Okay, what did he say? So, nice yeah. job. Uh, with, sad, with Saturday's win over Notre Dame, Ryan Day is now 17-6 and six against ranked opponents as a head coach. That's a winning percentage of 73.9%, the best among all active college football coaches who have faced a minimum of 10 ranked opponents in their career. That's pretty damn noise. Noise. Petey, thank you. Petey, finally doing his job. Thanks, Petey. Now go doing his job. Now go poop on the floor. Um, my bold prediction yes. uh, for college football is this, especially since I took one on the chin uh, with my, my wager last week, but I think Penn State's going to win the Big Ten this year. That's my bold prediction. That's bold. That is going to be a tough game. I have. That's That's bold. But I don't know anything about Penn State. I haven't seen hide nor hair of them. I haven't watched a single highlight, and I don't know anything about them. I just know they have really – I like their uniforms. That's what makes it bold. I know. That's bold. I love it. All right, let's 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 uh, flip back to you, Coach. NFL, what do you got, tepid or bold? Or bold? I got both. Tepid, right. tepid, Denver sucks. <laughs> God, Denver sucks. And what happened to Russell Wilson? Like, I want to know the – I mean, he was so good, or at least everybody thought he was good. Then he got to Denver, and he's – Really effing weird. Did you see that there was like a soundbite or something of somebody on Denver? I don't even know who it was. Some line. Yeah. And he was defensive. And he's just like shaking his head. Right? And he's just like, I'm just so tired. He's like, I've been here for seven years and all I have, all I've done is lose. <laughs> like, oh my God. I, I will say this for Russell Wilson. His, his mental conditioning coach was Trevor Moad. Yes. Who worked with Alabama and Saban and all those guys and he died. Oh. And Russell Wilson hasn't been he hasn't been good since. When when did that happen? I mean I'm serious. When did that happen? Hang like, on, I'll ask Petey. Petey, because I'd like to know the number on that because So he's he's not been good for four, maybe two years his two last years in Seattle and then the last two years in Denver. I mean, bad. Like seventy to twenty is I mean that's really bad. That's, but uh, yeah, that's Alabama he, playing. Okay, he died. Uh, he died in twenty twenty one. So about three, about yeah, two and a half years ago. Yeah. And my other tepid take is just: is Miami that good? Like Miami, I knew they were they were kind of the darling, but are they really? Are they really that good? I don't. I don't know. 
I mean, no. Two weeks ago, I mean. Well, here's here's. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'm going to piggyback with my bold prediction. Yeah. They play Buffalo. I, this is my bold prediction, and and if and my my bold prediction is if Miami wins that game, they are going to be in the AFC Championship game. Oh, they wow. will be. They will be one of two teams in that. Ooh. You know, I think the Chiefs are going to be the other one, but I think if they beat Buffalo, uh, they are they are the team to watch in the AFC after Kansas City. That's a bold Coach, prediction. what's your bold prediction? My bold prediction is Miami loses this week by two touchdowns to the Bills. I think the Bills wake up, and I think Miami wakes up. And I think the Bills – I'm not going to say that Miami's not going to make the playoffs. They will, but I think they get a little bit of a, a, a reality check. And I think the Bills wake up. I, I think they're better than their tepid performance that they've had in the first three weeks. BMOC, what's your tepid? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do your tepid. I, I can't remember what I was going to say for a tepid take. <laughs> my 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 uh, NFL tepid take is this. Tepid take. <laughs> Dallas is weird. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Are they weird? Yes. Like they the first two weeks they come out they're great and then they lose to like Arizona who's terrible. Oh, and and, maybe, and they got like dominated. I was like, what's going on, Dallas? And meanwhile, Pittsburgh shouldn't be good, and they're sitting at two and one. It's that is bizarre too. Extremely bizarre. Uh, not what I expected, especially after that shit show against um, who was that that they played? Oh, uh, San Francisco. So, so here's what I'll say: I can answer one of those things, and it's I can't answer the Dallas thing because the Dallas thing is is effing weird. Like I thought, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> it's. Pittsburgh has the Tomlin effect. Like, that team on paper can look like absolute dog shit wrapped in cat shit. Yet, every time, Mike Tomlin seems, I don't know what he does, but that team's going to be right there in the last two weeks. Yeah. Close, if it not. It seems like, yeah. They'll be in the playoff hunt. Like, what? what is, the defense keeps them in it, and then he somehow manages the clock well. And I, you and, know, whereas and, and, and a lot of guys do, do not, not know how to do that. Just ask uh, – oh, shit. They were just talking about that. Oh, they were talking about Lane Kiffin and all that stuff. But, like, Mike Tomlin, I'd like to know what the votes are every year. He has to be in the top five of Coach of the Year votes every year. Every year. Oh, for sure. Because he for is sure. so damn good. And I'm not going to say he's underrated because he's not. I think people that know coaching know that Mike Tomlin – is there's he's in that pantheon of of or whatever of great 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 coaches. I don't know if you can. I don't know how long he seems like. He's a very cool yes. customer. I mean, he yeah. never seems stressed out. You see all these young guys like Miami's coach and Cincinnati and Cleveland, and they just they look like they've been through it, right? They look like they haven't slept in four days before they get right. And, and I'm going to put money on this prediction. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, remember a few seasons ago? It might have been pre-COVID. I don't know. I have no track of time. But when the Steelers went like eleven and zero, yes, like a, a a dog shit team. Yes, like they weren't really that good, and they they were like eleven and zero. It was like, what? How are they doing this? Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say that, say? like, when you were when BMOC's talking about those coaches losing their mind, I'll make a bold prediction: they're gonna be at different jobs or fired, and Mike Tomlin's still gonna be the goddamn Steelers coach. Because, yeah. one, it's Pittsburgh, and they, they value consistency. And, two, he's going to earn it because he's that good. So well, my, bold, uh, my, 
I was just going to say, their defense is really oh, they're good. they're very and, good. And so Kenny Pickett doesn't have to be he great. He just has not. to not make mistakes, right? So so my, I my love that he has a receiver named Pickens. Yes, so Pickett to Pickens. I know, that's great. All right, sorry, Maestro. My bold prediction is this. I'm, I'm catering to you two, but um, I feel like uh, I feel like Deshaun turned a oh. corner there. I think that I think that Cleveland is the team to beat in the AFC North. I think they're going to actually uh, dominate. That is from bold. here on out. Is, I, I, I appreciate. I mean, that. the Browns D, the Browns D is, is on fire too. Yeah. Well, so if he just... can if he can balance that, if he can balance that, and they're getting some rest, and they're doing some nice, you know, long drives, and that defense is rested when they come out, I'm telling you, they are a force. They are. Reckon with. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Sunday's win as a Browns fan was one of the most relaxing, like game that didn't feel like it was going to be in question into the fourth quarter, you know, very, very long time. Because that defense yeah, is just, ridiculous. So many games where they've gone into the second half or the fourth quarter with a like, lead, and you're just like, how are they going to blow this? Because you know it's coming. Oh. So, alrighty, well. Nice was picking up the guitar. I think we're good on wrapping this. I think this we're is good. Some tepid takes, some bold predictions. Uh, again, just a recap for you. BMOC says Miami Dolphins may or may not be for real. Coach says uh, Texas is going to lose to Kansas. And Maestro says the Steelers are good, but the Cowboys are weird. Maestro, so before, a... we play, before we play this riff, I'm going to do a walk-on. It's time. From Maestro gives us his Peter Gabriel concert review. So yeah, I, I uh, went to see um, Peter Gabriel last night at Nationwide Arena. Got some last-minute tickets. Uh, they were good seats, too. Um, I had never seen him. I know a lot of folks maybe back in the early aughts or, or late 90s saw him at, like, WOMAD or Amnesty or, I don't know, Horde Fest or something. But anyway, I never I missed my opportunity, so I wanted to seize it because he's getting up there. Even though he's got a new record coming out, I don't know how much he's going to be touring, but... Um, I didn't know what to expect, and it was awesome. He played for like two and a half hours. Damn. He he did play a lot of new songs, but they sounded like Peter Gabriel, so they were good. He had a, a, like a 10-piece band, a lot of talented uh, multi-instrumentalist folks there. Um, I, w- I was blown away. It was just easy on the ears. Um, he was very interactive with the crowd. He had like little stories between songs and he was talking to the crowd like he would just walk around and like I was just did not expect that um, personable guy. You always think, you know, oh, they're in Columbus. They don't care. They're on their way. Yeah, to Chicago yeah, or yeah. Whatever. always. But he uh, he made us feel like we were uh, special and I like nice. he did play all the big hits from so played a couple other various hits from some of his records. Did he, um, did did he play, play Biko? Sal- Salisbury Hill. He ended that was the very very last song. I, so I love that his, song. His encores were just he had two encores, but there were just one song encore. So he came back. First encore was uh, "In Your Eyes," yeah, and then the second encore, "The Light, was the Heat." Pico. So nice. Yep. But it was great. I mean, he's he's definitely getting up there, but he was dancing and walking around. He uh, he had good energy for for a guy his age. So he wasn't uh, in a chair, was, so was, that's good. I was pleased. And uh, Manu Kache was on drums, so he was actually one of the drummers on the So record, so 
it was crazy like when they played red rain like manukache recorded the drums for red rain so like he was playing it it was like it was really that cool. is cool yeah look at you so that's, that's my good, that's my that's my take it's a good monday Mo- monday night rock show nice little walk oh, i do have to say this review. I do have to say this. Coach and I go to a lot of shows, a lot of, uh, you know, hole-in-the-wall club shows on a Wednesday night, young bands. We're always the old guys there. <laughs> Last night, <laughs> I was the young you guy. You were the young guy. I was the That's young about guy. about time. There were, so many, there were so many old gray hair or bald guys, <laughs> limping guys. We never see that. Uh, with their... With their haggard old concert shirts from, you know, the 80s. And I was like, holy crap, these people are so old. Um, so it, it felt good to be the young guy. Hells yeah. All right. Well, let's see if he can channel some of that Peter Gabriel mojo into the next riff because it's time for Betting and Swing. That's right. We like to uh, bet. We like to sweat. We, we started out with 10 points each and something we call wagers of the week. And that's how we are able to use math to track how well we know sports. And uh, <laughs> as it turns out, coach, coach seems to know sports pretty well. So here's what's going on. Last week's wagers, Maestro thought Iowa was going to cover against Penn State. And this week he's saying Penn State will win the Big Ten. So you can guess how that game went. They did not cover. He loses 10 points. But BMOC said Texas will cover 15 over Baylor for sure. He picks up 10 points there. And Coach went with his Newcastle United, his new EPL team over Sheffield United. Close game. Close match there. I had Sheffield United plus seven. No, they won 8-0. That's crazy. That was so, that was enjoyable. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use uh, use your plus fifteen there as an opportunity to give my review of watching EPL at Fado Pub with Maestro on a Sunday morning. Oh, I 100 percent back Maestro's earlier recommendation. This this was it, it was there was a lot of people there, but it wasn't crazy. It wasn't like you didn't feel like it was too crowded or anything. You got breakfast and you got beer at the same time. It's like What's not to love? Did you guys do an English breakfast or just a regular breakfast? I did a full Irish. What, corned beef hash? No, it's like the full English, but I think without beans. Oh, It's okay. like a bunch of weirdo meats and, uh, yeah, it has mushrooms and things like that. <laughs> Definitely of, weirdo meats. A bunch, of, <laughs> a bunch of weirdo meats and no beans. That's yeah. the Irish breakfast. That's right. That's, yeah. that's effing great. I wasn't. I was. I was hungry. I wasn't feeling as as uh, as bold as BMOC. So I went with the American breakfast. Oh, the which American! Was delightful. It was. It was a lot. There was sausage and bacon. Usually they only give you one. I know. Some nice hearty sourdough toast, which I really, really enjoy. Wait, do you like sourdough toast? Right I'm a big fan of that. And I then was, we, BMOC and I both uh, had some Smithwicks on draft. The Smithwicks was. <clears throat> that's that's actually. I haven't had that in a long time, and I really enjoy it. It's like if you need a good breakfast beer, that's the, that's the one for you. That's the one. <laughs> that was that was I one will... thing that uh, that Pete and I were talking about is that the beer tasted really good with the breakfast. Oh, I, I bet it did. I've never done that. 
you know, you've got some savories, you've got salty food, and beer goes well with some salty food. I think it probably pairs even better, but people don't want to say that because they don't want people to get in the habit of drinking while they eat their breakfast, I guess. Yeah. It looked delicious. Yeah, let's, uh, we'll get, it's, we'll get it's, you there for a breakfast, uh, Coach. Oh, I can't wait. That'll be, that'll be a glorious day. Go Newcastle. Here's what's here's what was crazy was uh, we were trying to find a place to to sit and there was a, you know a section where there was a nice table but they were showing the Liverpool game and we were just Liverpool. like Could you change the TV and they're kind of like what I, I don't know hang on I gotta talk to the guy we can't <laughs> meanwhile in the back room they're showing LPGA I'm like who's here watching that at nine in the morning oh oh wait was that the like their the women's version of the Ryder Cup. I think so. Probably. Yeah, well, there you go. Like that. Yeah. There you have it. But there was a lot of people there watching the there Liverpool was, there game. Was. Liverpool! And it was the early game. It was 9 a.m. So on a Sunday, you know, you don't know what to expect. And there was there was a fair amount of people there. It was well, good, good times. Good times. Good times. So, Coach, with 90 points, BMOC up to 30 points. He's coming for you, Coach. Maestro oh, just above the rim, rim of the hole, 10 points there. We'll see if this week's wagers help or hurt his cause. Maestro, what do you got coming up for the week? Well, I'm going to take a, a page out of uh, Smart book and, uh, because I know my arsenal Smart. is you know, coming off the Tottenham game. Um, they are playing Burnmouth. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but they're Bournemouth? not a great team. And so, no. so I'm going to just try and get try and get back a, a, away from the the rim of the hole a little bit and take try and get some ten points from that from that uh, wager. Bournemouth. All right, Maestro says uh, Arsenal rebounds from their their tie with Tottenham to take on uh, AFC Bournemouth, who is currently in 17th place in the Premier League. Hmm. I'm trying to find out what they're... Uh, they are the Black Knights. No, they're not. No, they're not. What are they? The Silver Knights? The Puppy Dogs? Their nickname is the Cherries. Oh. That's bad. Sorry. It must, it must be related. They're like red and black, it looks like. so. Oh, that's still bad. I'm sorry. That's a... That's a sp- I don't care if that is traditional. You got to drop that. That's awful. Yeah. So Sorry, Maestro boy. says Arsenal's going to get the whole win. Coach, what do you got for your wager of the week? I'm going to go uh, with a sentimental team. I'm going to take uh, Syracuse, who's four and zero at this point, and they are playing Clemson, and they're getting seven points. I'm going to take the points and go Cuse, go Orange. They're unranked though, right? Four and zero and unranked. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and, and they win. The, just, they win this game. They'll, they're they're going to be ranked, they're, and I, they're I'm ranked. predict that they'll be ranked in the team. BMOC, BMOC, you need to go Apo Taco on that. Wow, he's calling it. Ooh, I can't take Clemson. I hate him. Too Clemson should have beat Florida State. Oh. I know. All right, coach. All right, coach. All right, here we go. We have that. We have we have that side bet where you you have to oh. wear a Notre Dame hat. So we could we could double or nothing on this game where. Oh no! You, if you lose, you have to wear the Notre Dame hat with my Syracuse coat. Match. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Is that what you want? That's right. What? All right. Okay, I'll do it. Why not? 
Why not? I'll do it. Okay. That would look, that would look so it's bad. It's going to look really bad at the same But time. it's not going to happen. So for you, <laughs> for you, yeah. oh, man, we already say you got to wear opposite shirt I was mismatched, hat, right? But I, but I won that wager, yeah. So, so yeah, so then we're back. Oh, it's double or nothing. Never mind. God damn it. I'm just trying to get out of the rim of the hole. All right, I'll do it. Why not? Why not? All right. We'll go oppo on that. So I'm taking Clemson minus seven. That's a good bet. I'm telling you, it's a good bet. All right, NCC. It's a it's a sketchy. It's a sketchy conference. (laughs) It's totally sketch. Bunch of uh, B B level. It is. I I did not see a lot of games that I like, so I'm going to stick with Texas. Uh, because okay. they won for me last week to cover 17 points against a surging Kansas team. Uh, I I don't like Kansas. Don't like them. Queen! You know I know. <laughs> I'll put 10 points on that. Hopefully my win streak continues. Let's go hook them horns. Hook them horns. So I got I got a, a walk on for you guys. Ooh, I like the yeah, walk, on. walk on. Walk on So Kyle McCord. Yeah. I know the jury's still out on him. I know he uh, still probably feeling pretty good that they won that game, but man, could you imagine Quinn Ewers on that team right now? Yeah, oh, he could be. He could be pretty good. But hey, you know he's doing good with Texas. He is, and he didn't want to be here. He just came for the money. I mean, I, I if I were Ohio State, I don't know that I'd want to play Texas right now. To be honest, what play Texas? They look pretty good. Yeah, Texas does look pretty good, but I don't think pretty I, good. We still good. got Steve Sarkeesian, and Steve Sarkeesian can f up a lot of things. Sure. Every team but Kansas is still Kansas. That's right, and they're going to win this week, straight up. We'll Carry on my way, you would Let me. I'm enjoying it. I was I was lip syncing with you. Let me say this about Kyle McCord. What's everybody? What's say it? All right, I was because I was watching the game, and I'm like, what. What does that guy remind me of? What does he remind me of? And I was like, oh, yeah. Kyle McCord is like, he was your student council homeroom rep in high school. He wasn't student council president or anything, but he was on the student council, and he was the one that had to kind of show up in your homeroom and tell you what's going on with student council stuff. So he was popular, but he just did it because he wanted to, his parents said he should do two things instead of just that. You're talking about in high school? It it looked really good, really good on your college applications, Kyle, if you were on student council. So he would like show, show up in your homeroom and he'd be like, we're having a poinsettia sale for Christmas and uh, here are the forms. <laughs> Next Friday is pajama day. You're supposed to yes. wear your pajamas. Our, our, uh, our next dance is going to be a sock hop. We're going we're gonna to go all the way back to the 50s. So BMOC, what you're saying is you're basing his personality on his looks. That's pretty Yes. Cool. It's very yeah, superficial. That's right. It's harsh. That's harsh. That's harsh. Harsh, bro. It's harsh. It is. It's it's harsh. But I thought that's what this show was all about. It's all about being telling harsh. the tough truths. And let's let's let me be a hundred percent clear. Stop. He needs he, to stop trying to. He stepped up and made the big throw when he had to. It's true, and he's only. That's right. Let's just put it this way: he's only four starts into his career. Like a lot of. A lot of these guys, he's only started four games. He did start one. Let's check that back. 
they yeah four games he started one game last year and three games this year so it's still working out the kinks i'm telling you go back to what they talked about with cj stroud in the first three or four games people thought kyle mccord should replace him my brother who's the biggest buckeye fan ever is like i don't know i think it's time they put cj stroud down or they need to replace him i'm like i'm telling you down put him down I got it. I got a question for you guys. That uh, Notre Dame quarterback, the Wake Forest guy, what's his name? Yeah. Pat. Pat Sajak. Sam. Sam. Sam Harwell. Sam Hart. Sam Hart. Is it Sam Howell? It's not Hart. Harwell. Harwell. You're so medium. Somebody. Where's Petey? <laughs> Hang on. Anyway. Anyway. He's handsome. He has good hair. Anyway. That's what I'm saying. That guy. He's got. He's handsome. Starting quarterback in Notre Dame. He's got a nice beard. How many how many ladies oh, has he got going on? Well, if they would have won, he would have I know a it's lot, Hartman. I know Sam it's probably Hartman. Hartman. Although, <laughs> although he's probably what is he? What is he? Thirty two probably married with years like, old. He's probably got three kids and a he wife, and he's probably got a house already in the suburbs. Oh, he's man. got a 401k. He's driving in his beat-up. He's Sam. He's he's Scott Bakula in that damn movie, The Replace, well, not Replacement, Scott Bakula in uh, Unnecessary Roughness. They found him in the... Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to say, see Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap when he shows up and he's a Oh, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, my gosh. Oh my god, that reminds me. I know he's of... having a good a good year, but he didn't impress me against the Buckeyes. No, and like everybody's like, everybody watch out for Sam Hartman. I'm like, he's he was Baker Mayfield, but light. He wasn't even as good as Baker Mayfield in college because he looks like it. He's got the you know. The I don't uh, I don't want to do the next bit on the show sheet, so I'm I'm like keep looking for reasons to to push it off. Uh, oh. So this is where we'll talk about Travis Kelsey oh. and Taylor Swift. I read today that Kelsey uh, jerseys have 400%. increased in sales by 400%. 400%. That's now, ridiculous. It's the Taylor know, effect. 400% or do they mean 400 percentage point? I don't know. I don't know the difference. There. What does that mean? So if they sold 1,000 yesterday, the, now they yeah. the, today they, they sold 4,000? 4, what yeah. does that mean? I don't understand the 400%. That's but right. Because there's a difference between percentage percent and percentage points. They're different. Oh, now you've just... I don't... I don't... Re- I know. We... I was told there would be no math on this show. Yeah, it's not as... All right, let's do it. It's time for the bad news. Uh. We lost our money with brother. Coach's brother is the official bookie of the show. We bet actual real-life dollars against him. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. We've been on a losing streak. We were down 70 bucks when he threw us the Ohio State-Notre Dame game, and we took the Buckeyes, and we said double or nothing. Let's put clear our balls the boards on the table. here. 70 bucks. I co- Coach came up with the idea, and I was like, I advised caution. I said, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't do this. I think we should be. No, I was all in on it. I was like, there's no way we could lose. And we shouldn't have. And we lost by half point. Ohio State did not cover. So oh. we are down 140 bucks. Now, if we hit 200, we got to pay him back with his 200 bucks, which we won 
about a year and a half ago, which I had yes. sitting in the bank. Uh, so, oh, what do we do here? What's next, Coach? You have any thoughts? I say we take a week and we figure like, lick we, our wounds. Lick our wounds here because I don't. There's nothing this week that I want to jump on. Not in college. There's just not a lot of nothing compelling or nothing interesting that I want to throw out there. But I could be convinced. Maestro, do you have a game that you're like, we could win at least 10 bucks on? Uh, you know, our teams are on bye weeks, so I haven't even looked at the table. Tables. Yeah, I, like, I did not. I didn't. You didn't Nothing like any of the games being like, say. So I, I, I say we step away this week. I say we we've, we've it's still that early Syracuse in the season. game. Yeah, we could throw it out there. But can I? Truth be told, no, he'll take Clemson. Oh, okay. And truth be told, I only took that game only because I'm a Syracuse fan. I don't. I don't. I didn't have a huge feeling like. I mean, I love Syracuse, but. Okay. About the team. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So Der- Derek Coleman not on the team. Derek Coleman, Riley Billy Sangley, Owens, not- Stevie Thompson, uh, uh, Herman Harid not on the team. And if you want to know who <laughs> those right guys now. are, check out YouTube Syracuse Dunk Team. <laughs> How is that doing, by the way? 40,000 views. For us. Uh, okay, so we're going to take a week off with Bretta, and we'll come up with something for next week. And I, I say we try and chip that 140 down. And, and if we can't, if we lose again, I think I do we're going to have to do like a, a, a beer Instacart yes. thing. Yeah, I think so what do you too. Got? Well, I was going to say we could start getting int- we could start getting interesting with with parlays or do multiple bets, so we can kind of win one and lose one. See if we can either win big. We we got to get creative here because we're down 140. Coach, how many views do you think the Syracuse dunk tape has now? Uh, I thought it was around 40, but I could be way low or way high. How about you, Maestro? What do you think? How many many views does Coach's Syracuse dunk tape, which he made in the 80s with a VHS and then put on YouTube some years ago? Um. Uh, that would be uh, 222, 222 views. 222 views. This was 11 years ago when you posted this, Coach. God, You're that's up to 72,000. Whoa, yes. Wow. That's amazing. Plus, you have 86 subscribers. <laughs> I don't even post anything else except that. That's the only thing I've ever Four, posted. 452 likes, no dislikes. God, that's YouTube should be paying me. The dunk tape is amazing. They're paying some, but they're playing. You know what? I heard. I heard Mark hack that account, that's, and he's actually that's where his windfall uh, came. All that money. That's where his windfall came yep. because of the Syracuse tape. That son of a bitch. All righty, so, let's uh, let's uh, wrap up betting and sweating here and get to this. I, we're looking forward to this, Maestro. What do we got coming up next? We got a riff for Maestro's odd topic. Maestro, a topic. Oh, 
All right, you guys yeah, ready? I dug that little. By the um, way, I, I think you can flip that in, into a little uh, a little jingle for hot topic. Yes. Hot topic. Yeah, odd, hot. They kind of sound the same, don't they? So go ahead right, and t- so tee this up. You guys may. All right, you guys may be aware of that yes. TikTok thing that's happened a couple weeks ago about um, the Roman Empire. I don't even know how it started. Yeah, but like it's they they play on the fact that hey, you know, most men think about the 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 Roman Empire or the was it the decline of the Roman Empire or the fall of the Roman Empire. And it just became this weird topic. But anyway. Um, it got me thinking about that kind of stuff because you do see uh, random videos where it's like some some weird bit on SNL, and they're like, "I think about that bit oddly a lot," and uh, it, it just got me thinking. Like, I know we all kind of have we, everybody uh, humans just have random thoughts and memories and things in our heads that sort of they show up out of nowhere. Maybe they're they're inspired by taste or time of year or whatever but then there's ones that just show up all the time mm. you're like what is that all about why why does that cross my head and i know i don't know if it's it's if it's too deep to kind of you know ask somebody to bring that to to the show because if you try and think about it then you're like oh i can't remember what it is but some of us might have some off the top of our head um so it just got me thinking and i thought that might be a fun bit it yeah. sounds like a fun bit so, it's a fun bit. You know, you know, remember when and remember in the Matrix when uh you know the deja vu's and stuff like that? I feel like that's sometimes in our brains that's what it is. It's like something imprinted there and you can't quite figure out why. Um but anyway, I'm curious to hear if you guys got any and what they are. Hmm. Well, who wants to go first? I can go first. But mine's here. Well, you know what's interesting. What's yeah. interesting is be, is before the show, I you know I sort of teased BMOC and I said I don't want to hear about Billy Reeney or, <laughs> or a soapbox um, or, derby or the soapbox soapbox derby. But when I was thinking about that, I was joking about it. But when I was thinking about it, I was like, but you know what's weird about those things that are sort of imprinted on BMOC is that they're not his memories. No, yeah. it's somebody know. else's story that imprinted on him that he can't process right. Yeah. And so I think that that's super fascinating too. But I don't it know. is, and and they're just like two of a million of those things that live in my head rent free. Yes. People. All right, coach. Free, what do you good. got? What okay, haunts mine, you, coach? So <laughs> haunt. Uh, so mine has a lot to do with what I what I teach. So I teach ancient civilizations. So every year we talk about these. Civilizations, yes, hilarious. That uh, <laughs> that started from nothing, and I, I think it's simply to me, it's like there are so many things in this world that I do with the the technology that we're given, and they're still really hard. And then I think about the shit that they did, and I'm not even talking about. I'm not saying just building the pyramids, which is uh, I can't even fathom that. But I'm just talking about simple survival and getting by without having any reference point on how to do it, where to start, and how to decide what's going to work or not because half the stuff hadn't even been invented yet. So like, whenever we do that, I just think about how impossibly dead I'd be within an hour if I got thrown into something like that. 
um, and how inept I would, I, I just, I cannot even, and like how we take advantage of like all the stuff that we do now, but how these people, how did they do this without power tools? Like, how do you do anything with, without <laughs> power tools? I, I, I can't even get that. Like that comes up every time we do any of these civilizations. I just think about it. Plus I, you could be working on the pyramid or whatever. And you'd be like, Oh, I cut my finger. And they'd be like, Oh, yes. you're dead. Well, you're dead now. <laughs> it's like, we don't have anything for that yet. That's not coming yet. Yes. Oh, and then then I go down the rabbit hole, like with the whole concept of surgery. These civilizations figured out surgery. How did they do that? Who was the first one to do it alive? I know they use dead bodies, but who was the first person to say, "Yeah, that sounds like a good idea"? Go ahead and cut me open. Let's see if it works. So I just I I can't I can't get like the the human intuition and the ability to figure shit out when it hasn't been invented yet. Because we live in a world where everything so, seems to be recycled, like most ideas. I don't know. So as a history as a history teacher, that's something that's pinging in your brain a lot. Then always, right? always All, back and always. forth. Just because we, I, I do it. I've been doing the same, a lot of the same curriculum for so long. But every year I do it, I'm like, I can't even, I can't even fathom that. Not even remotely. Yeah, that's it's what rare for head. social studies coach to show up on the show. I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's me. That's a good one. Thanks. Who's next? That kind of reminds me of, of one of my dog walking thoughts. Oh, that's too, a dog where, walk. Uh, when, when it's super cold and like I can only be outside for <laughs> five minutes before I lose, before my fingers fall off. And I'm thinking, boy, it's nice to have a house with heat. <laughs> You know, and then and then you do go down that rabbit hole too, where it's like, imagine if this was there's, it. Like, yeah, there is no heat. There's you no, there's nowhere to go, and I got yeah. I got to start a fire. Yeah. Oh God, I'm dead. You would, Maestro. We would all come to your house because you have the you have those woods behind you, and so you have an unlimited supply of firewood. God, that's a great way to think. This is true. This is true. All right, so yeah, Maestro did put some restrictions on mine. So the one that I chose is one that I think about three times a week, probably. Yeah. Nice. I can't wait. I can't wait. It has to do with a very early episode of the Brady Bunch. It's not Marsha, is it? No, and and you know the the two families had just come together and they were trying to figure out how to live together and there were a lot of fights over the phone there was just one landline at that time and so mr brady solved this problem by installing a payphone in the family room of the brady bunch house and all the kids were like what i can't but he got the idea from sam the butcher and he put a payphone in and then the kids had to pay a dime to make their phone calls and so that was how he solved it but then the payphone disappears the very next episode and it never shows up again for the rest of the time. And that oh. haunts me. The missing Brady Bunch payphone in the family room. I think about it all the time. I'm like, how could they how could they have that episode and then not leave it there in the family room? Can I ask a question? Uh-huh. Does it okay, I know it bothers you that it's gone, but as watching that would that bother that – would do you feel like it's just the continuity, like it always has to be there or you – like it, it just needed to be there? Or like was it it's, something it's, that should have been – I think like, it's, it's, it's the disrespect for their own narrative. 
But they, they right? or, or is it disrespect to the the viewer thinking they wouldn't even notice it? Yeah, I mean it's like the same thing. Like if you watch the old Super Friends cartoons, yes. they play pretty fast and loose with those things. Suddenly, Flash oh. can fly, and then, yeah. you know, and you're like, what? <laughs> the hell's going on? Do you guys even read the comics? Yeah, like, he can't fly. What's that all about? You know, and then Green Lantern has his great tan, and it's just like, what's going on here? So, <laughs> well, so close and I, I just felt as, like, it, when I was a kid, when I first watched this stuff, when I could see the people who make the show working and, and kind of mailing it in, it would really bother me, and it would really imprint itself on me. I, I can see that. That's a good one. Wow, that's a good one. I, I, I actually don't remember that episode. I, I, I thought you were going to go to the Oliver or uh, like he was. a That was strange. Um, Cousin Oliver or showing up. Yes. Or uh, Marsha getting or is it Marsha or Jan getting hit with the, the, the football? That was Marsha got hit with the football. Yes, Marsha. Yes. All right. That's a good one. Yeah. And it it is one of those weird things. Like, I think we all have especially because TV like was so limited, not limited, but there was only a few things we could watch. And so we would watch that stuff with full focus and I could see BMOC how that could plague you. Cause I, when you start talking about that, it reminded me, I used I was, well, I used to love speed racer. Oh yeah. Watching that oh, yeah. as a kid. And I used to get hung up and you're, this is probably not going to surprise you BMOC because of stuff we've done together and road trips and what, tease me off but um <laughs> i could never rationalize why spritel and chim chim like he they were always in the trunk uh-huh. why did he never figure that out <laughs> like before he leaves like yeah. check the trunk so that spritel and chim chim are not with you <laughs> every time like he's always like whoa what are you doing in there <laughs> they're always in it the trunk but that one doesn't haunt me but it's just when you told that story bmc it reminded me of Stuff like you, you, we'd get so mad about that. You got me again. Those details. Well, I have a story. It's more, I, I have no rationale for it, but I have a memory. It was a road trip that we did in college to, um, to Milwaukee. So it was a group of us, the sophomore year. We took Shaft's car. It was the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the family truckster wagon with the wood paneling on the side. But we took it to to Milwaukee, and there's a whole string of events that happen on this road trip that I think about weekly, for sure. And it may not be the same detail, but for some reason, part of of that trip, that road trip, like haunt me in a good way. But like, but there were stops along the way that I just. Go ahead. Did you like? And there's something from that trip I didn't go on it that I still. Where you talk about me thinking about. Did you poop in an open field on that trip? That was Chef. Okay. That was Chef. I knew that was part of that that trip. Yeah, that was part of that trip. There were so many, like, events that, like, I I don't know if it was just because it was a road trip that I had no expectations, and it it just created so many stories for me. But, like, um, in Chicago, we dropped off, you know, a guy that lived in our dorm, and his mom had this huge dinner for us and like we had that nice um when we were in milwaukee we there was this we went out to the lake i don't even know what lake that is off of, off of milwaukee but it um it had all these rocks and we were climbing in the rocks but anyway just little shards of that trip haunt me and i think about that trip all the time i don't i don't know why 
I thought maybe it was seasonal, but like it parts of that trip just show up in my in my thinking all the time, and it's it's pretty crazy. That was sophomore year, right? All right. Sophomore year, yeah. Yeah. What am I hearing? It sounds like a typewriter. I think Coach is messing with his microphone. Yeah, I am. It, 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 it sounds like my internal one right now, right? It doesn't sound like my real microphone. Seems Does it seem all right? right? All right. It, it was giving me a warning that it switched microphones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was actually typing. I was so be- I was transcribing your story on a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> All right, more. I like my Strozad topic. That was really I good. I liked a, it. I it think was that a was decent bit. I think that's a hit. Do you guys have any more? Do you want to share? Well, my head's now spinning on every uh, TV memory that I've ever held in my yeah. head. I'm going through All in the Family. Um, this strange uh, Sean Cassidy and Lorenzo Lamas uh, sitcom that my sister liked, and we watched it, and I don't think it lasted that long. And I remember we actually taped the theme song on like a cassette tape, and I have never been able to remember the name. Like I think I did an internet search before but it never sticks in my brain and i always think about what the hell was the name of that show and we like take yeah. this scene where lorenzo Lamas tells somebody to scram he's like you got a scram boy and maybe christy mcnichol was in it and that lives in my head all that like replays mm. and i'll forget yeah. the name of it and then it'll come back and i'll have to do another internet like tonight i'm gonna do a search to try to remember that now because bmoc brought up a tv memory for sure. For sure. So do you guys have any like actual personal memories that haunt you? Like outside of culture and media stuff that like happened to you that like for some reason pops into your head? I, um, I have one and it's purely I think about it and then I, I shudder when I, when I think about it, how I didn't really, really get hurt or die. And that's uh that's when me and three buddies jumped on a train that crossed a bridge and oh, it was going yeah. five miles an hour. And then as soon as we got on the train, it went up to 35 or 40 and we had to jump off or we were going to end up in Michigan. And uh, we jumped off one by one. Like we saw like my buddy Ed, he was the first one to jump off and oh, he landed hard on those lava rocks. And then I was second and jumped off and, fell into a pile and we had our buddy Travis who was refusing to jump off. And finally, like it was almost like he was an ant. We saw this little body go (laughs) off the train. And we like, we were this, we were all unharmed. We had got cuts and bruises, but like, I'm like, how, how the hell did we not, one of us not end up really hurt. We ended up, we like laughed about it. I had, I had bottles of Miller Genuine Draft in my barn coat when I jumped off that train. And when I pulled my barn coat, it was all wet just because it was all the bar, all the bottles had broken. And we were like, this is awesome. And we went to, we went to old fields and had a great time. (laughs) Good times. That's another, that's another memory that I've adopted in my brain. Yes. Yeah. That haunts me. I have a lot, Maestro, I have a lot of like, 
little league memories that are like you know they're called flashbulb memories and i remember one in particular where yeah yeah you know i, I wasn't a good hitter as the eight or nine hitter and i was like oh and two and i remember stepping out of the box and my coach was behind the uh the backstop and he said i want you to take the next pitch and in my head i interpreted that to mean take it downtown <laughs> Like we, I know now that means let the next pitch go by. It's going to be a ball. So of course I swung at it and missed. And then I turned around and looked at him. And I, I think like from his point of view, he must have just thought I was this belligerent little asshole who was like, "Oh yeah, I'll take the next pitch." That's funny. See, I would think take, like I take wanted the next to look that guy up. Get hit by it. So I have I have a million little league things like like that little blips for some reason yeah that's a like good I remember one. playing center field and and like two two consecutive ground balls got by me and when the second one did I remember the other coach on the other team shouting he did it again <laughs> like it haunts me <laughs> as their as their player their players are rounding the bases and oh. just going and going and going. It's a track meet out there. Poor BMC. Loyal listener, Chip Midnight probably loves this segment because he could probably tell you a million different times that, you know, a ground ball would get past me and I would turn around and there would be Chip backing me up and getting that ball and throwing it in for me. God bless Chip. That's oh, man, that was a good, that was a good bit. That was a good bit. That was a good bit. Good bit. We should have put it in the up top. Well, you know, keep, 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 keep it in mind because I feel like we could push that tomorrow. Off. You guys will be well. You'll you'll be doing something, and one of these weird memories will pop in. And you're like, oh, oh, I'll oh, think of it. Mesopotamia. I, I forgot this one pops into my head fortnightly. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, let's let's keep going. We're we're uh, we're probably what twenty minutes in. This is a, this is a toy yeah. show. Yeah, this is it. We're about to, this toy, show is toy. toy. All right, we're we're wrapping up tonight with something we we do. It's good for our hearts. We get we get things off our chest. We call those things rants. We clean up mistakes. <laughs> Sorry, I have a like a, a PBR belch that is uh, trying to trying to escape, and I'm trying to talk at the same time. Do I sound like I'm getting choked up? Yes. You're like, yeah. <laughs> it's called rants. I'm fine. I'm fine. The Mesopotamians. Okay. Uh, or we clean up mistakes we made, we call those corrections, or we pass along a recommendation of something in the world that we think you should know about, like diagonally mowing your lawn. That's a big one. Or uh, you can just do a walk on topic. We call this whole bit. Rants and corrections. Recommendations. Yeah, yeah, and walk-ons! Yeah. All the walk-ons. So good. All right. We're doing this open mic style. Maestro's got two recs for us. Let's go to him first. All right. I got two. They're bizarre, but uh, stuff that's top top of mind. Um, The one is, so um, went to this other rock show this past Friday. I'm not going to go into that, but I spilled beer and shit all over my, my phone. And so tonight... I took the case off my phone and I cleaned my phone and I realized it was kind of all gunky from the case. And so all actually it's probably afternoon, but 
all today I've had my case off my phone and I'm like, I feel like I got a new phone. It's so, <laughs> these iPhones are so gorgeous. You forget because you cover them with this yeah. dopey rubber sleeve or whatever. And I'm like, wow. I'm like walking around. I feel like I have a new phone. It's like, ooh. So my rec is your phone. take your case off. Let that phone live a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> air right, it out. And my other rec is this. Air it out. Um, air it out. You let it breathe a little bit. It's kind of like walking around the house. When the, when nobody's home, you walk around the house with your pants You're off. Ding-dong. It's kind of like that. <laughs> All right. Hey, now. My other my other rec is this, and I was texting uh, Coach. I don't know if it was on the Sports Wednesday thread or not, but it might have been just Coach. Um, I've been real big on the honey wheat toast with jam Ooh, yes. or jelly. Um, it's delightful. I've I've always been kind of a peanut butter or butter on toast kind of guy, and so I don't know. I turned a corner, and I'm just really enjoying the jam. So uh, toast and jam. Give it, a try. Give it a try. It's been around. I love toast and jam. You don't have to. That's a wreck that just sits right in my wheelhouse. I had a lot to say about and that. And you know, the jam, the jam, the preserves, it's probably better for you than the peanut butter. Maybe butters, less protein. You, it's just, it's what you want out of it. You know, do you want protein or do you want yeah. the fruit? I don't know. That's a good wreck. Anyway, those are my wrecks. Clean your oh, phone yeah, and coach, eat it looks like jam. You've got a pre wreck? Yes. So I saw, I have a pre-rec and then I have a rant, but I'll, I'll do that. They're both mini. The pre-rec is. Is that like a pre, is that like a prerequisite? Yes. No, it's a pre-recommendation. It's a pre-rec because I, what I'm saying is I'm recommending it and I have not even seen it, but I saw that it's coming and it's the documentary called uh, about Barry Sanders and why he left. Um, because that, that always I was always curious to that. I understood it. He wanted to leave with his body intact. and um, But the the Lions have had two superstars leave at the height of their career. So I, I find this super fascinating. And I think Barry Sanders is, I think he's a sneaky, super fascinating dude that no one knows anything about. So I'm recommending that before anybody's even seen it. My rant is something that I think BMOC and I, we might have talked about it last week, but they did it again this week. On Monday night, and I'm not even going to get into it. I'm just going to tell Monday night football, stop with the goddamn split screen. I don't want it. If I wanted to watch oh, the other game, man. I would watch it. Don't do it, it ever again. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. I don't. I, I, that's all I can say is it's terrible. There's nothing else to say about it. Don't ever do it again. It's, it's, it's horrible. BMOC approves that message. Thank you. That's it. How about that's you? Rents, corrections, recommendations, and walk-ons. Fellas, this has been a toy show. Toy. 35 minutes tops. Uh, tops 35 minutes. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap it up in a strong way. There being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way until Wednesday next or possibly Wednesday next. Next, on behalf of basketball legend Don Zimmer. I'm sorry, I mean Matt Longley. <laughs> and the maestro Brian Hake. I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. And, uh... Rest in peace, Brooks. Oh, Brooks Robinson.
toys. Toys. Do you know the the fourth definition of the word haunt just means to persist in one's memory? So when oh. I say, what are you haunted by? I don't mean like a ghost. I just mean what persists in your What memory. stays there. What stays in your mind and doesn't mm. leave. Yeah. Hence. Thanks. Hence the odd topic. Thank you for this the This is a toy show. Toy show. Sports Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's Sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Hake, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. Good times.